Welcome to Speak of the Devil. My name is Reverend Campbell, and I'm being joined today by none other than Satanist Cameron John. How you doing, man? Oh, uh, you know, I'm here. <laughs> Can't complain. All right, well, <clears throat> you're fighting off the COVID. Yep, yep. The, the Kung flu did not get me. Yeah. Turns out it was just a sinus infection and bronchitis. Oh. Well, that's only half serious. <laughs> that yeah. just takes time and buy antibiotics, and you're good. Shit. And I'm on my third round of fucking steroids. Oh, wow. Uh, well. I'll be able to get back to work eventually. Well, let's uh, let's try to focus on something a little more joyful than uh, getting over being sick, and that's sticking massive needles throughout various parts of your genitalia and torsos. And even that is face. true. It is a lot of fucking fun. Uh, so we're going to be talking about piercing here uh, in this episode. I, I, I was sitting down last night after our Netflix party of The Evil Dead, which was fantastic, by the way. That was and so fun. I was like, I've never actually done a show with Cameron about piercing and he's a professional piercer like that's absurd to me that's what they tell me (laughs) why has this never happened and so I had to bug you and and I'm glad that you were willing to uh, able and willing to to come on and well you know I've I've got a busy schedule right now but I figured you know you're one of my best friends I'll fucking squeeze you in all right I'm taking it I'll take it I'll be happy with it sparkling shadows thank you so much for joining us live in chat Zachary what up Tristan, how you doing, man? Dog, how you doing? Uh, Ara, it's been a long time, my dear. I hope you're well. Valeria, how you doing? Yamam, what up? Aaron, hey, what's up? Okay, anyone else who gets in here after the fact, hi. Thanks for joining Except us. Except for that one guy. Fuck him. Ugh. Whoa, I don't know why I keep Every going. Every time. Blacking out, what the hell? <laughs> what's up, Chris? Okay, so we're going to be talking about the history of piercing. We're going to be talking about... Um, modern trends in piercing we're going to talk about some more extreme versions Ooh. of piercing not the ear that you give to your little baby uh which you shouldn't know. god damn it Ooh, we're going to talk about that that's coming from someone who professionally pierces okay so before we get into that i want to get to know <laughs> i know you but for the good folks watching who may not uh let's get a little bit of background on you because uh you are you own your own piercing and tattoo studio you're an artist uh you're a tattoo artist you're a professional piercer and uh you're a fine fine artist as well so what is it that got you into piercing in the first place drugs and (laughs) not being scared of blood so i wouldn't recommend this to anybody but do a lot of heroin and stab your friends no don't (laughs) yes don't do that Get an apprenticeship. Uh, no, I just, <clears throat> I was just always the kid, like, you know, hanging out with friends and stuff. You know, people do stupid shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'd always have, like, actual, like, hypodermic needles. So, I mean, it, it was professional, but it, it was a fucking professional. It was a bunch of dumb mm-hmm. kids being dumb. Um, as professional but, as a I mean, scratcher. You know, because there used to be places around here back before stuff got a little bit stricter where you could mm-hmm. just go buy a fucking piercing needle and some forceps and all that shit. Um, <clears throat> and typically, you know, somebody would buy a kit for themselves and then, you know, get all fucked up and, oh, I'm too scared. And it's like, ah, fuck, come here, pussy. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> and that is how I got started with my career. Wow. Just chasing your friends around. Hi. Hey, you know what? Everybody's freaking out. Like, I want to do it, <laughs> but I'm scared. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. I've seen a lot of blood. I've seen people die. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, of course over the years shit kind of changed um yeah. i did um 
a lot of my studying before I was of the legal age to actually get an apprenticeship. So I did do an apprenticeship uh, just to get sort of like the you know proper methods and stuff, uh, more advanced techniques that I didn't know anything about. Um, but what I was doing a lot when I was younger was actually would constantly go to the library and pull out Grey's Anatomy because that is an excellent fucking tool when obviously working with human anatomy. Uh, you'll see what you can and see, can't. I have it on my shelf. <laughs> What's that? I was going to say, I had it on my shelf. Yeah, it's, it's an excellent book and it's fucking amusing as hell. Um, just if you've ever been curious of anatomy, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why it's been in publishing for years. Yeah. So you just started with your friends. You mm -hmm. moved to a formal apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. uh, is it something that you always thought of as a long-term professional avenue to go down or is it something that you just sort of <laughs> fell into along with the tattooing or did the tattooing come after? Oh no, tattooing came after because um, oh. like my, the first piercing I ever did, I was 12. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just kind of one of those things I just always did because you, know, you got that one guy in your group that just does dumb shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, you guys are going to hear me mute myself a little Like that. That's okay. Yeah, it's gonna be some weird in and out, but I'd rather that than listen. You know, having to listen to coughing. Yeah. Um, ah, shit. Where was I? Uh, well, just how tattooing came after. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I like I said, I'd been ta uh, piercing for a while, um, and at eighteen, I, you know, of course, I'm out of school now, and decided, fuck it, I'll just take the summer off before I attempt to go to college or anything. Because it was kind of one of those things, like you're told you need to go to college to get a fucking job. Mm -hmm. So I was always thinking, you know, if I do go to college, eh, maybe I'll become a teacher because I, I love the idea of education, you know, K to fifth grade, like that entire area where kids like to learn and it's fun. Yeah. It just sounded like a blast. But um, I got a summer job working with my ex's brother-in-law and because, you know, he's, he opened up a shop in Salt Lake, needed a piercer, knew I pierced. So that's how that came about. Nice. Um, and uh, the tattooing of course came because I was already there and I was constantly watching him tattoo because I've always been fascinated with um, body art, body modification in general, you know, since a young child, yeah. uh, you know, growing up around a lot of rockers, punkers, shit like that. Like everybody had tattoos, piercings. Yeah. So of course it was just fascinating to me. Um, and then, you know, I, I was there for probably about six months or so and that's, well, he's like, hey, you watch all the time. You want to learn how to do this? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? That's tattooing. But we're talking piercing. Yes, uh, we are. So the same place, that's where I actually got my formal apprenticeship. Um, like a lot of the, the more advanced stuff, because I didn't do any general piercings at this point. Because I had, I mean, I had, you know, not to brag, but I have a little bit of understanding of human anatomy. Mm -hmm. um, but still, it's kind of one of those things, like when you're doing shit like that, the littlest thing, you're going to fuck up and somebody's going to kill you because... I would, and I wouldn't blame them. Yeah. Um, so I did, you know, learn a lot of the finer points of that. Um, and, you know, I was there for about a year and a half, and then shop unfortunately went under because, you know, heroin, fucking bosses. Come do it. Yeah. And then that's kind of just where I picked up my own journey and nice. on few shops here and there. Yeah. Cool. So how long have you been professionally piercing now? Okay, so professionally, I have been piercing. Do some fucking math because I'm dumb. One plus uh, two plus two plus one carry the three. three. I don't know what's two thousand four. Whatever. We'll just we'll just say since two thousand four. Sixteen years. Okay. Right. That yeah. Works. Sixteen. That's, That's how it works. 
um, yeah, and then tattooing for 15 years. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. The blast. Great. It's uh, it's my summer job that I'm still well. <laughs> I haven't been doing for the last fucking month. Thanks, uh, people that like to eat raw bats. But yeah. uh, I'm going back soon. Soon. Uh, soon. Well, I'm I'm I can't wait. I, one thing that does is a little bit frustrating is every time I've gone to get inked by you, uh, which is a few times now, people will come in because you're the only piercer. You just mm. sort of pause me, take care of that real quick because it's just a quick, you know, mm. knock it out. And then you come back to me. I'm just like, fuck, man. These bitches are coming in whenever the fuck they want to get their piercings. And I have to, like, make a whole schedule and get on appointment books and, like, Well, you they're know. changing, definitely. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. With, uh... Of course, with all the current health concerns, yeah, everything's appointment only. So we're like, going to get and, into that. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 do that later on. Yeah, um, I want to open up here because there's a quick question here. How long does it take to normalize the popping sound of flesh? It never bothered me. Right. Um, okay, okay, so a little little backstory. Um, I used to spend a lot of time down in New Mexico because mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm native and you know I spend time on the res. Well. There's a lot of long stretches of highway where there's nothing. And there's a lot of people that do a lot of fucking drinking. So I've seen a lot of people die. Like, probably one of the earliest memories of seeing somebody die. So I watched some dude fucking fly under a uh, diesel, like the back of a trailer, um, on his motorcycle. Oh, shit. Head went that way, body went that way. Like, it, you see shit like that, you kind of just don't give a fuck about anything. Damn. I will say, one, one sound I'm not used to, one sound that's still fucks me up and it's kind of with piercings is when people like have their tongue pierced and the metal knocks on their teeth oh right dude i still i i can't handle that shit <laughs> like there's been a couple of times where i've straight up almost kicked people out of my fucking shop over that whoa it's because they're just clicking it yeah dude the metal on teeth sound oh god it kills me <laughs> wow well everyone's got a thing damn but the popping of skin yeah yeah, yeah. Just, no problem with thing. popping Right. Nope, not at all. I'll tell you what I had a problem with is the popping of my nipples. I didn't have a problem at all. I thought it was the funniest goddamn thing in the world. Okay, so 30-ish more more years ago, I had my nipple pierced by a friend with a Coke can and an ear-piercing little machine. Um, and I don't remember anything of it other than it was uncomfortable for a while. I'm sure it hurt like hell, but it was uncomfortable for a while. I actually had an earring stud in it for weeks oh, God. before I switched it to a hoop. And so, you know, when my kids uh, were born and getting younger toddler ages, you know, they would accidentally grab my shirt and then my nipple would ring would come out with it and stuff because it was an earring nipple ring, uh, hoop, earring hoop. Um, and so uh, I was just like, fuck this, I'm just going to keep it out. Years go by and I started thinking, you know what, I should get my nipple pierced again. And I know a guy who does it. And so this happened. Uh, now we can talk over this yeah I, no i know i'm just i'm uh trying to catch my breath because i'm gonna start laughing my ass off that's, <laughs> so that's no, the pierced right. nipple i'm gonna say one thing right now that is fucking hilarious the reason why this video always kills me is um oh, fuck me. one of my regulars came thing. in I know. God damn it. maybe 30 minutes before we were doing this video yeah. and fuck. wanted to get his nipples pierced and, I mean, this kid, like, I'll fucking work on, like, eight, nine hours. He sits like a dead body. It doesn't bother him. Well, he reacted a little bit to getting his nipples pierced because he got his fucking nipples pierced. Um, now, just quick aside. Guys are always the worst when it comes to piercings, especially nipples. 
Yeah. Women, if you're thinking about getting oh, them, my. don't worry. You're God. fucking women. You're fine. It's going to be like somebody walks up, goes like this. That's it. So ignore fuck? Adam here. Um, but yeah, so uh, really my hurt. client comes in. We do his nipples. He's you know, laying there and then just, here, oh, that's it. That's the reaction <laughs> from God. each nipple. Adam's all stupid. Oh, this fucking guy. Oh, it's not that fucking bad. I've Whoa, done it before. It's fine. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Oh. And the thing you don't quite get from this video is yeah, how is far he came hell. up off the fucking table. It was <laughs> oh, like fucking oh, hell. God so damn perfect. it! Fuck. Like I don't. God I know it's funny it. coming it, from it. somebody who does this shit for a living. <laughs> I don't like hurting people. Oh my Like gosh. I'm not a fan of making people fucking hurt more than they have to. Like I do everything in my power to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. This. Oh my god. It, it's, it's still brought up. At least we fucking did this video a year or two ago. Dumb. So good. That hurt. So. God. This is just bringing it back. It's just bringing it back. Good times. I don't believe you guys when you say it didn't hurt. See, I I didn't think mine were that bad, and I've done them like numerous times, and I had one ripped out. Like I had to go through that shit. Like, as far as, like, on the pain scale, at least for me, yeah. worst I ever had were my nostrils. And in full disclosure, I think I've done all but maybe, like, five or six of my own piercings. And I've been pierced probably about 60, 70 times. Yeah. Um, and when you do it yourself, even when you know what you're doing, it doesn't matter. The second you start touching yourself with that fucking needle, all semblance of knowledge just flies out of your fucking head and all you feel is the pain. So... Doing my own nostrils instead of being nice, quick, just whoop, and it's through, and then you put yeah. the jewelry in, and then you go about your day. It's and then it's through. It's just worst goddamn thing in the world. I don't know that it hurt me. Like I'm a puss <laughs> apparently because that really, really <laughs> hurt. Really. Well, and I, I I think part of the issue was we tattooed you, and then we took a break, and then we right. did the piercings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not my fault. I was just inked before that, so I was already emotionally drained. Well, I mean, it's still your fault. You're the one that decided to get the piercing after the tattoo. But whatever. Whatever. All right. Whatever let's, he needs to do to justify it. Let's talk about the history of piercing here, people. <laughs> get off of me being a pussy <laughs> and not being able to handle the nipple piercing. Uh, they're great, by the way, though. Like they, yeah. like they, they look great. They feel great. And here's the thing about piercings: is that uh, for me, in my nipples, it it makes them hypersensitive. So it's great. You know, like sexually, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, is that something that you find as well? Not maybe not just with your nipples, but just in generally with piercings, it heightens the sensitivity of the area. It can. Um, honestly, it really depends on the person. Oops, sorry, one sec. Um, like for me, and uh, it is, you guys are going to get a lot of probably shit you don't want to hear. So whatever. Yeah. I'm on here. You should know this. Like, yep. anytime you see this fucking face, you're going to hear about my dick. <laughs> um, I've seen it. So, the only um, the only piercings I've ever had that really changed any sort of sensitivity, because, um, like, I've got a PA. Mm -hmm. I've got a scrotal ladder. Um, nothing. It doesn't matter. They're just kind of there. They're shiny. They're hilarious. That's it. Yeah. Um, the only piercings I ever had was I did have... Um, I don't know, fuck what else. It was, like, a five-piece Jacob's ladder on the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, that holy shit! That like intensified the hell out of sex, oh, wow. almost to the point where it was like, yeah, 
early teenage years type yeah. of sex. Yeah. Um, luckily, my wife couldn't handle him, so I had to take him out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird because it was almost like getting a handy while you're having sex. Oh, uh, other than that, yeah, every every other piercing I've had, it's just fucking piercing. Like the nipples, they don't do anything; they just are shiny. Oh wow! Right. But I've I've heard various degrees of you know sensitivity and stuff from people. Yeah. So, so because someone in the chat room brought this up, I want to bring it out here. Um, Gray Hasroot says Doug Malloy was a fraud, um, and so if you're <laughs> speaking about piercing history, you have to talk about Doug Malloy because he literally wrote a book on it and mm -hmm. though he made up a bunch of historical tidbits he was also referencing some stuff that is real in history mm -hmm. which also well, makes it obscure so you don't really know what's real and what's not because it's been regurgitated so much well and the, the hard thing with stuff like this you got to figure modern piercing has only been around 40 fucking years, like mm -hmm. 40, 50 years, if that. Because ears, as far as I'm concerned, ears don't fucking count because everybody has the fucking ears. Mm -hmm. But like actual modern medical devices being used, actual proper metals being used, shit like that, it's only been around for just a teeny tiny bit of time. So, I mean, this dude, yeah, a lot of this shit was bullshit, but there was a lot of truth in it. And that's, I mean, essentially kind of how it started. It was people researching older you know, uh, religions, cultures and stuff and trying to find modern ways of doing that same procedure, but it to be safe. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, a lot of it's bullshit, but at the same time, who knows what shit would be like if we didn't have people like that. Right. right. Granted, we had people before them. I mean, whatever. That's, that's, that's a show in and of itself. Right. So I, I want to be clear about this in researching this. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why I have you a professional on here to talk about it as well. Um, you run into a whole lot of uh, different versions of the history of piercing because it's so nebulous. Anyone can say anything and people believe it. And so we're going to try our best to reference historical facts. Uh, and if I get something wrong, let me know. And I'm happy to correct it. Well, I can say this much right now. Like, even, you know, modern day shit, like today, mm -hmm. there's so many variations of everything. Um, <coughs> even down to, like, names. Mm -hmm. <coughs> right, sorry, guys. I'm pretty sure, uh, Elijah, it was Al Alhazred from the Necronomicon that started piercing, not Van Helsing. But maybe they had a correspondence. Uh, maybe. <laughs> different books but maybe um yeah no it's like i'll just throw out an example um like there's like with names there's a billion different fucking names right like uh, say like medusa i've always known it as a medusa for fucking 21 goddamn years it's always been a medusa um there's technical like medical terms of the area people call it that I've heard fucking people call it like a dolphin kiss and shit. Like, there's so many different ways to discuss the same fucking thing mm -hmm. that I, and also even different ways to do the procedures. Like, there's no one right way. There's plenty of wrong ways. I will say that much. But there's no one right way. So, with shit like this, it's like any other art form. It's, it's subjective. So, just because something that you think is right is not right, or uh, whatever. I already mm -hmm. fucked up what I was trying to say. But, eh, whatever. There's a lot of shit. Get over it. 
Nice. Um, Gray is saying the Field Museum in Chicago has a bunch of amazing jewelry collection going back to Pharaohs. That's fantastic. Okay. I would love um, to see it. Okay, so I want to bring this up first. Uh, this is the first known bit of piercing. This is around the 9th century BC, uh, so 11,000 years ago. Uh, it's a stone relief from Nimrud, Iraq, and it's uh, an ear piercing. Mm. So whether it's active jewelry or whether it's pierced through the lobe because it's a relief, you can't really tell. But this seems to be the earliest version um, of any type of body modification that we've been able to uh, discover. Of course, ear piercings, uh, we have Otis, uh, Otsi, the oldest mummy ever found, and that was uh, 5,300 years uh, ago he lived, and he, uh, it was discovered by two tourists in 91 between Australia and Italy, and he had pierced ears. The holes were gauged from 7 to 11 millimeters in diameter. Uh, it was known that uh, King Tut uh, was uh, had earrings, uh, the boy king whose reign lasted from 1323 um, and then, of course, what I always love whenever you talk about historical reasons, there's almost always some sort of um, superstition involved with a lot of these. Uh, mm -hmm. And this one in the Elizabethan era was supposed to be, uh, they believed demons could enter the body through the ears, but they were repelled by metal. And, and so that's just one tiny little folklore tidbit that who knows if it's true. But still a good story. That's still pretty funny. <laughs> Especially because it's flipped now because demons enter your ears because of metal. Oh, no. I was, that was awful. That's I'm why sorry, my head spins was... around from time to time. <sighs> I had an earring once. Oh, I was just talking about like listening to metal music. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. So let's just pretend I didn't, I didn't say up. anything. It's <laughs> okay, cool. moving it's on. Cool. <laughs> oh, why are these images all jacked up? Well, because that person's dead. So that was um, Otsi. Sexy, nope. right? That's good. All right, we can confirm that's Otsi. All these p images are now stretched. I don't understand what's going on. Um, okay, so nose piercings. The first recorded mention of nose rings is in Genesis 24:22, when Abraham decides to find a wife for his son Isaac. He chooses Rebecca and gives her a gold nose ring to seal the deal. Um, Mughal yep. emperors brought the practice to India in the 16th century. Uh, in 1960s and 70s, when hippies started traveling to India and they were taken by the punk movement in the 70s, a sign of nonconformity, nose piercings sort of spread the globe, as it were. Which is ironic because it is the most common piercing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, wild. Rebellion. Rebellion. Uh, you know, um, and it was, I think it was super cute when it was just a tiny little stud, but the more, I don't know, we're going to see some coming up that just... Uh, what what about Fruza Bulk in the con or not the contract <laughs> the craft. in the craft? Yeah, nope. Is that ring? Oh my god! Anything with Fruza Bulk, I'm down. With. Oh, I'm good. God, I love me some Fruza Bulk. Uh, even when I was a kid, with oh, we're gonna go off on so many tangents. With uh, Return to Oz, <laughs> I was her age when she did uh, Return to Oz, and oh my gosh, I had such a crush on Dorothy. Okay, anyway, you guys should see it. It's creepy as hell. It Septum is. rings. Uh, oh wait, no. 
Yeah, that was it for nose rings. Okay, go, moving on. We're going to talk a little bit about septum piercings. Uh, mainly among tribal peoples. Uh, they make warrior men look more fierce. The Azmat tribe in Iran, Jaya, uh, Indonesia would stress these piercings as much as 25 millimeters. Uh, Aztecs and Mayans and Incas pierced their septums with gold and jade to symbolize the water and sun gods. In India, Nepal and Tibet, an amulet called a bulak is attached uh, to the piercing. Um, it's believed that piercing... Uh, Piercing the nose prevents infection, though the bulak itself seems to be purely ornamental. And the bigger, the better. Um, Can confirm. I used to have mine up to a two. Oh, really? I, and then I remembered, oh, wait, I really like eating. Because, yeah, having a it ring gets like in your way. this fucking big, yeah. Yeah. Trying to go down on a burrito, it's, it's a motherfucker. Or anyone else for that matter, huh? <laughs> eh, whatever, they can fuck themselves, but the burrito... <laughs> Um, tongue piercings. So 14th and 16th centuries, tongue piercings originated as a ritual among the Aztec and Mayans as a form of blood sacrifice. Priests and shamans in these cultures would also pierce their own tongue to create an altered state of consciousness so they could communicate with the gods. Which blows um, my mind because that's one of the easiest fucking piercings in the world. I mean, oh, granted, really? <clears throat> you're taking something that big, shove it through. Well, I can imagine. That'll fuck you up. Yeah. 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 I would imagine it definitely would. <laughs> but why don't they just choose drugs? That's what I don't get. I don't, you want an yeah. altered state. <laughs> I mean, I'm not condoning drug use, but... I am, if you want to fucking alter your mind. you're a <laughs> primitive person in uh, 16th, 14th, 16th century. Uh, in 20th century, uh, carnies learned about tongue piercings from religious ascetics and would perform the sideshow attraction in the 80s uh, with the opening of Gauntlet LA, the first professional piercer shop was the U.S. Elaine Angel, who founded Gauntlet, is often credited with promoting the piercing, both for shock value and for the enhancement of oral sex. Also, along with the nose, the lip, the tongue, was massively huge in the 90s. What? It's still fucking massively huge. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine began and ended with my nipples. <laughs> I don't want any more. I'm good. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so let's do a little bit of uh, lip piercings here. This is an extreme version. Well, uh, shit like this. This was um, uh, part of the reason, like, it's one part religious, one part, hey, you don't want me because I'm deformed. Mm -hmm. um, like, it, a lot of it started because of slavery and, you know, slave trade and stuff. Oh, wow. And now it's just a part of their culture, so they do it. Yeah. And I've actually, I, fuck, I should have gone to the shop and got some pictures, but I actually have one of the tools they use for lip disking. Um, frame and hanging on my wall because I'm a piercer and I should have one of those. Right. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Damn. So this is most common in tribal cultures. Uh, <laughs> only two tribes in Africa, the Dogon and Nuba, use rings. Most use labres, uh, bars with balls attached at either end or plates. Uh, the Makololo tribe women wear plates in their upper lips to make themselves more beautiful. And uh, this is the lower lip, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it works. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The piercing and showing off of the belly button. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. No. Let's talk no, about belly buttons right. next. Yeah, belly button. Because that's close to the lip. Yeah. So I don't actually have any evidence of this. So I don't know if this is true or not. This could be one of those uh, made-up things. But in ancient Egypt, the belly button, the navel piercing, was a sign of royal status. Only the pharaoh was allowed to have one. Is it true? I don't know. Yeah, I that's... I find any evidence. I... I that was the first time I've heard that. Yeah. 
Mm, uh, the piercing showed, uh, showed off the belly button and remained fairly taboo, at least until the early 90s, when Christy Turlington spouted one in a, or sported one in a London fashion show in 1993. And this is another 90s trend that I just wish would have gone away. Because really? they can be cute, but they can be really fucking annoying as well. Oh, well, absolutely. Like, I, fuck, especially modern times, now that the fucking frumpy-ass mom pants are back, where everybody wears their fucking belt up to here. Oh, my God, dude. Fucking, I've seen so many people rip them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, Gray is saying that could be some Malloy malarkey. Eh? That, that could be, because, yeah, like, seriously, it's the first time I've heard of this shit, so. Right. Uh, but, who cares? It's a fun story, even if it's yeah, not it's true. it's fucking Egypt. I love talking Egypt shit. Yeah. Even if it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, did you know that there was a Stargate that they found in Egypt? And you could go through it, and they realized that the pharaohs were actually aliens from another planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, not, you know, not just the pharaohs, like the gods and shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I watched that documentary once or a billion times myself. <laughs> yeah. That is series. A docu-series called it Stargate, too. See, I never uh, watched the series. The, okay. the movie, though. Dude. Fuck, man. I love that shit. Funny. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, this one. Um Nipple piercings. Okay, I just thought this image was great because there was a fashion um, uh, expression in the mid-14th century uh, in France where the garments had this grand neckline going down. Now, this could be total BS, but I do know that that was a fashion thing in the time. Mm -hmm. But oh, they yeah. were saying that um, uh, Queen Isabella of France introduced garments uh, such as low necklines, sometimes down to the navel, and that the nipples were often openly displayed and such nipple piercing became a form of jewelry to match the dress. Is it real? I don't know. Yeah, that again, that's one of those yeah. things. It's like, In ancient it, Rome, I know there was a uh, rumor about the capes that's bullshit, but it is said that they pierce their nipples to symbolize virility and camaraderie with other men. Mm. Again, Makes I have sense. no proof. Could be BS. Because, but why wouldn't you do that? Just fucking hang on I mean, to boys and pierce each other's titties. Yeah. yeah what you do is fucking normal. Manly than that. In 1890s, the bosom ring came back into vogue. These often expensive rings enlarged the nipples and caused them to be easily pleasured, which brought much excitement to high-class women. Okay, I don't know if that's true, but I can confirm about the pleasure thing, mm. at least with my nipples. Um, in Victoria, England, doctors would recommend nipple piercings to enhance the size of the nipples and make breastfeeding easier. That actually makes sense. Is it I, true? I can confirm that. Um, I actually do a lot of, um, like I would say probably, we'll say 40%. Mm -hmm. of uh, nipple piercings that I do on females. Um, it's solely for, you know, basically to revert any back to like a normal Audi, or a, a normal Audi, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty common. Um, and we're jumping to other shit, but I'll just bring it up because I'm talking about it right now. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of piercings that people do um, for cos... Well, it's all cosmetic shit anyways, but um, for reasons you wouldn't necessarily think. <clears throat> like aside from the nipples like piercing innies to make them outies mm -hmm. uh, the other most common is people will come in and get dimple piercings just because they want the scarring because if you only leave it in for oh so long the hole of course is going to heal up completely and it's going to look like it was never there but because of that tube of scar tissue you're going to permanently have dimples like the rest of your life oh okay so it's it, it happens yeah and I've been there where a lot of people come in for the earring um, to stop migraines. Mm. So that's that's all. I mean, we're going to yeah. get into some modern trends here yeah. uh, in just a second. But um, 
yeah, just to show that because unless you have archaeological or art history to prove this was a thing, it could very well be BS. And so mm. take it all with a grain of salt when it comes to like the histories of piercing uh, unless I've been represented in archaeology or artwork. Mm -hmm. um, genital piercings. Let's get into some fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I Maybe. Doggone button. Give me one second here. That's usually all about Okay, I there's some genitals. Oh, hey. Um, fucking full-blown genitals. I <laughs> didn't realize that we were going to be that... Uh, I, fuck, I didn't send some pictures, man. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I, I didn't told you before, we Yeah, but I didn't think we were going to be fucking full. And, okay. Yeah. It's an earlobe. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a totally an earlobe. Okay, so <laughs> this is a significant amount of misinformation created, as we mentioned already, by Doug Malloy from his pamphlet, Body and Genital Piercing, in brief. Um, and it was so that he could then promote his piercing. He was in a BDSM culture, and he ended up uh, sort of inventing slash reinventing the piercing wheel for a lot of people. And so whether the stories that he manufactured had any basis, in fact, all of them or not, some of them did, um, I don't mind so much because it brought awareness to something mm -hmm. that had been, you know, not really done in public yeah. life. And he well, brought it to the forefront. And so I think that yeah. at least is a really good, um, you know, justification. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, you get people like um, Elaine Angel that really ran with that shit. And, I mean, that's all she does mm -hmm. is fucking custom genital piercings now. Like, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Just because one guy was a fucking turd doesn't mean it ruined it for everybody else. Yeah, no, for sure not. Because it's still a thing and people still yeah. love it. Um, in ancient Greece, this, there's a story that foreskin piercings would be tied from a thong. Uh, it was mentioned in the chat by Tristan, I believe, uh, to the base of the penis to keep the generals out of the way during sport and combat. Don't know if Well, they also um, would do a lot to try to hide their dicks because if you had a big schwanz, you were actually um, low in society. Like, they, the Greeks hated big dicks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, well, everyone's got a, everyone's got a type. You know, I'm not going to shame someone. I mean, I'd shame somebody if they had a huge dick. Fuck you. <laughs> Rocking the two inches of fury. Uh, okay, and then uh, there's also another rumor that it was used to keep slaves from having sex in both Greece and Rome. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, no, but fuck it's a no. story. Okay, so let's talk about this one, because this is an... Every damn time. <laughs> there. Uh, this is the Apodravia piercings. Did I say that right? Yep. So this is from the Kama Sutra. I looked up the Kama Sutra mm -hmm. to verify that it is, in fact, true, and it is. Yeah. Uh, it dates back to 700 AD, while the palang, a piercing made across the surface of the glands... Ampelang. What? Ampelang. I, I forgot ampeling? to correct that in the oh, show I'm notes. Yeah. Okay. Ampelang. So the ampeling made across the surface of the glands uh, has been practiced in Southeast Asia for hundreds of years. In Borneo, the ampeling symbolizes the protective power of a man over his family, but both piercings are used for sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, there you go. Yep. Don't want it. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with just a PA because you don't get to go through that fun top shit. Yeah. Like, I've been doing this long enough to know that's not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gray's saying it makes him wince when he has to do them. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking you and me both, man. Like, there's... Okay, so there's probably only... About three, maybe four piercings mm -hmm. that doing this shit as long as I have still not really bother me, but I'm 
I apologize. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm sorry, man. I know this shit fucking sucks. And that's definitely one of them. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right, well, how about this one? The goosh? Eh. Geesh. Geesh? Geesh. It's like a quiche, I, but with a gah! That's probably where the name came from. Yeah. <clears throat> this is one of the least common fucking piercings. <laughs> mm. I've done one in two decades. Oh, really? So well, I've seen I, them on I, both men and women mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. the parts. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's... Like, this one I'll actually have... If somebody's wanting to do it, I'll have a consultation with them and actually kind of interview them to see if they'll even be a good applicant for the piercing. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because, I mean, it's essentially a surface piercing as well as a genital piercing. Mm-hmm. And surface piercings are notoriously just shit piercings. They take fucking forever to heal. They're easy, irritable. Um, rejection rate's pretty high. Plus, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to figure that's next to your butthole almost. Like, it's kind of a dirty area if you're not clean. Yeah. And if you sit all the time, ride bikes, anything like that, you're probably going to rip the fucker out. Ooh. So, yeah, wow. that's why I have done one. Jeez. Okay. Um, so it's said that this is originally originated in Polynesia and was typically done by a mahu or a well-respected man who dresses as a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that looks <laughs> painful, but not as painful as this. See, I can't imagine it being too bad. That can confirm it's not that bad. Oh, really? Don't you see? That's not how big my shit it was. It looks Okay, yeah, bad. it looks gnarly. It's not. The PA, honestly, is one of the easiest fucking piercings to get, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I would honestly redo that over most of the piercings that I have. It's uncomfortable. Like, it's pretty goddamn uncomfortable. Because, yeah, there's a thing called receiving tubes, which is a little teeny tiny metal tube. Mm-hmm. And it goes down the PP. Um, wow. technical term we use in the industry. Um, that's the worst part of the piercing. Mm-hmm. And as far as stretching it's concerned, fucking easy. Because, I mean, ideally you're using it a lot, so it stretches very easily. Wow. Like, anytime I would gauge up, like, it's literally, I just put a teeny tiny drop of lube on the jewelry and just pop the fucker in. It would, I wouldn't even feel it. Okay. I'm starting to sweat. Um, <laughs> uh, Jim Ward and Doug Malloy are attributed with this uh, creation, uh, but who knows if they were inspired from someone else or they just wanted to see what it would feel like. And that's all I have for the history. <clears throat> now we can jump into some modern trends and stuff. And while well, we're the, talk- the funny thing is that I could have swore I saw it in the notes, but apparently it wasn't. Um, the whole idea of the Prince Albert actually originated from you know, old fucking British times. Um, and the rumor that I always heard, I, you know, it's a rumor, so I really don't know, was you would actually do that so that you could tie it down to your leg because, you know, it was better to have nice flat slacks than to have a bulge. Oh, so wow. people would like basically throw a garter on their leg and then fucking tie the son of a bitch to their leg. So their schwanz was hidden. Huh. Yeah. I, that's interesting. Okay. It's some shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Uh, these are going to be all photos that you um, you have taken of clients that you have pierced. Um, these are all tame piercings, so don't expect. Yeah. Any more yeah. I didn't stuff. know that I could post dick pictures of shit. It's all right. <coughs> Otherwise, we don't, we don't have to look at a bunch of dicks and vaginas. It's okay. No, I, I totally would have put a whole bunch because I there's a lot of different ways to pierce a dick, mm-hmm. and it's pretty goddamn funny and irritating. Irrita- <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm curious about uh, 
trends in body modification in general. And we're not going to get into anything about implants or scarification or anything like that. Uh, among yeah, the it's, plethora of other body this. modifications. Yeah. Right. So I just wanted to keep this conversation to piercings. But because <laughs> this is your profession, you notice certain trends in your 16 years of doing this. What have you noticed um, from hmm. the early 2000s to the, you know, 2010s? Is, has had there been trend evolutions in what people want? Uh, definitely. But I mean, there's also a lot of newer ways to do stuff like mm. coming out um, like that picture right there. Those are dermal anchors. Well, technically they're microdermal anchors because the original dermal anchors were you know, about that big. Um, and you would have to make a pretty big incision and then make pockets underneath the skin with like a fucking basically like a boning knife. Um, if anybody does leather work, whatever. Um, and you shove the fucker in, suture it up, and then there was that. Uh, so the the modern dermal anchors or the micro dermal anchors, yeah, that's that's definitely one of the newer ones. Um, I've only been doing those maybe fourteen years, something like that. Okay. And look, I'm so young. <laughs> I was so pretty. My really stupid chops. Um, yeah, so, uh, there's of course a lot of constants that I've done from day one and I'll probably be doing until they bury my ass. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's nostril first and foremost, like I will always do those. Like on a given week when the world's not ending, I will usually do at least one or two a day, like at the very least. Mm -hmm. Um, tongues are pretty common. Um, not as common as nostrils, but it's a given that I'm going to do at least three or four a week. Um, <clears throat> then belly buttons. I mean, that's something that when I professionally got into the industry, I mean, it was sort of like the tail end of it being really fucking big, but it's still, it, it's a constant as How well. How many men have you given belly button piercings? To? Three. Three. And 20 years. Um, <laughs> would have been four, but I got fat. Oh, man. It's like I totally was going to have mine done, but it was also going to tie in with the tattoo that I was going to get. But then I got really drunk, and instead of you know, waiting and having somebody tattoo my crotch and get an elephant on a beer stein, um, I got really fucking drunk and was like, oh, I should have a fire crotch. So I've got flames there instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Good. laughs> so yeah. That's pretty dope. That's so yeah, those are... Those are pretty common. And then lip piercings in general. Yeah. Um, Medusas have definitely become a I lot don't know what a Medusa is. What's a Medusa? Uh, so Medusa is the center of your upper lip. I can't remember. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's a picture in here of it. Um, like those, I mean, I've been doing them for a while, but they've definitely become more common, I'd say, since about 2012-ish. Okay. Oh, really? um, but, yeah, aside from those i mean everything kind of comes and goes um and honestly i think a lot of the, the trends as of late have been honestly like fucking uh instagram filters and shit it's like people oh, have really? oh yeah well fucking like i used to never do symptoms like i mean i do a lot of nostrils not a lot of septums and then um i mean that becomes an instagram filter where you can have a septum piercing because why not Mm -hmm. um, and ever since that shit came out, it's I can almost guarantee I'm doing at least two or three a week. 
yeah. which is a lot more than I used to, like say three years ago, four years ago, I would do maybe one or two a month. Like it was not really that common. Um, Tristan is asking, are dermals hard to do on the piercing end? There's a lot of spooky botched videos on the internet. Um, so the way I do them, I don't really think it's difficult. Um, just punch them in the it, nose and just do it real quick. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it has to do on the client and how hard their nose is. Um, if they got a really hard nose, it's fine because they're not going to fucking break it. They're not going to cry as much. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so there's two methods of doing dermal anchors. Um, there's the biopsy punch, which is fucking brutal. I get that it's easier, but at the same time, like, I don't want to remove people's skin or tissue or anything because mm-hmm. it just opens up a whole other level of shit you got to deal with. Um, so the method I do, which is the only method I can do in the county that I work in because it's legal, is uh, what I will do is I'll use just a regular piercing needle. Granted, it's a much bigger gauge than I usually use. And I'll just go in just teeny teeny tiny bit make two pockets pop the jewelry in and that's that like it's not that difficult um ease really depends on again like i was saying the client um if they're sitting fine then of course that makes my job a lot easier and a a good chunk of it has to do with their skin (laughs) yeah well if they've got if they've got really stretchy stretchy skin fucking pain in the ass because the the biggest thing is um, once you get one side in, you have to twist it to get the other side in. Ooh. And if it's really stretchy skin, that shit's going to go around with you. So, but right. yeah, I don't know. I They're not too awful. Yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, Elijah's asking when is Strangeland going to be on St. Nisland Cinema? Fucking tomorrow. I We're doing it. Love that movie. <laughs> now we have oh to my do it. God. That was awesome when it came out. I don't, it's I haven't it's seen still it. fucking awesome. I haven't seen it in years, so I don't know if it holds up for me. But oh, dude. It, it, I'll have uh, to rewatch it. It holds up. It was trust dope. me. I mean, because a lot of it's practical effects. Like, I mean, this is so old. This is like way before real consumer grade um, CGI was around. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing that's still you know, kind of a little wonky is the harness at the end. Right. But other than that, man, oh, fuck, I love that movie. So Zachary is asking if you have any thoughts on Japan's or Asia as larger uh, strict regulations about being a doctor to do tattooing or piercings. What do you think about that? I get it, but <laughs> it also kind of just seems like overkill. Um, now, I think part of it with just uh, with Japan is that's also kind of a way to pull it away from uh, the mafia, the Yakuza shit. Um, because a lot of shops, and I mean, this is all just shit that I've heard from people that have worked over there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of them are run by the mafia. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of liberties they get to take. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, holding out from the government in a way. So I can kind of understand why they're doing that, but I just think it's overkill. Um, and it's, it's not really anything new. Um, even within my generation, like it wasn't uncommon to, hear of somebody going to a doctor's office to get a piercing other than their ears um like i i know plenty of people that got their lips done or whatever at a doctor's office now of course it's a lot less common especially in areas like this um you know where we live in the land of zion where right oh shit you froze up let me try to uh get you back there 
Okay, well, hopefully he'll be right back. There you are. We got you. Oh, hey, there I am. All right, good. What the hell? Gremlins, man. That's goddamn Skynet, dude. Yeah. Fucking hates me. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about health regulations right now because yeah. that's impacted your industry massively. Just a little bit. So uh, tell us. What, what did Jesus you Jesus Christ. Okay. <clears throat> so health regulations are different state to state, county to county, blah, blah, blah. Um, like in my neck of the woods, we haven't really had any county <coughs> to county regulations change. Mm-hmm. Um, more so what we're going off of in Utah is the new Utah Leads Together 2.0 plan on how to make us all not die from the Kung Flu. Um, so it's, it's fucking weird, man. It's going to change everything, really. Um, I mean, prior to the shutdown that we were experiencing here, because I've been out of work for almost a fucking month now, which is just bizarre to me. Um, but prior to that, we were told we have to limit the amount of bodies in the shop. So in our area, we're only allowed (coughs) to have 10 people in the shop at any given point in time, which doesn't seem like a big deal until you factor in the fact that they're talking about our bodies as well. Um, and I've got four artists counting myself that work there. So you get one person in per artist and we're already pretty much at capacity. So yeah, people usually come in groups too. Yeah. So that's definitely changed it. Um, I like the week before we had to close down, I did lose a quite a bit of business that way Mm -hmm. because I, and I get it. I fully fucking understand. Um, People always bring an entourage because nobody can do anything alone. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't get it. But there's certain piercings. Like, if you have to go into the privacy area and you have to get naked, I totally fucking understand bringing somebody. Um, and I even told clients that would call and ask if we were doing shit like that. Be like, look, we can't have you bring anybody just because of the current guidelines. So if you're not comfortable with that, I understand completely. Just wait till the shit blows over. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of impacted it. But... Now, with the new regulations that are going to be in place for the May 1st opening, <clears throat> we have to wear face masks, which I'm totally fine with because we're right in each other's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, clients have to wear face masks, so that's going to be the tricky part. Um, we have been each reaching out to our own clients um, and letting them know, hey, you got to fucking wear this shit. But the tricky part is outside of clients that we already know and we have their numbers, and outside of the people that get on Facebook and actually read shit that we post, nobody's really going to know, hey, you can't come in that door if you don't have face masks. So mm-hmm. this week I'm going to be trying to make a bunch of like reusable, washable ones, but we'll see. So that's going to be tricky. And the biggest bitch with that is like most common piercings I do, nostril, septum, all lip piercing, basically oral piercings in general, and the nose. Um, like that's my bread and butter, and I can't do them anymore. Because face masks cannot come off, so that's that's really what if you like angle shit. And face it is mask? Sick. You know, no yeah, face mask can't come off. What if you cut you know, a hole in the stupid. face mask, do the lip piercing, then sew it right back up? I mean, I probably could because I'm going to be using duck cloth, and it's pretty easy material to work with. So you know what you should do, just for the rare douche that goes in is have a face mask with just a big dick-in-the-mouth picture. 
and just be like, here, just put this on. And then they don't see it, and they just put oh, it on. That would be hilarious. That would be. Well, that's one of the other things that's changed. We're not going to have random dickheads walk in because the door is locked the second clients come in because we can't have okay. walk-ins. Um, unfortunately, um, everything is by appointment only. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, like we can still have people come in and you know look at portfolios and shit like a, you know, a normal fucking shop, um, but they have to call ahead and make sure that we can do it. So that's gonna hurt. It's business. weird. Oh, it's, man. I mean, it's kind of already been like that. Um, like the week and a half before we closed, we were already like dealing with this shit. Um, so I really, I really think it's gonna affect the industry quite a bit, but. I mean, this is one of those jobs that's not fucking easy, and it's not something you do to get rich. Like you do it because there's nothing else to do. So, right. I I think honestly, it's gonna kind of weed out the fucking weak links and the people that shouldn't be doing this to begin with. So, it's gonna negatively affect me because I'm not making as much money as I used to. But at yeah. the same time, it's gonna get rid of the fucking wieners that don't deserve to be in this industry. Yeah. So that's cool. Culminate. It'll uh, allow the cream to rise. I mean, exactly. really, you'll be the only one standing. That's interesting. Okay. So, um, yeah, Gray's saying they open back up on the 28th and it'll be appointment only. It's it's yep. going to, this thing is going to change a lot of industries. Um, tattooing oh, yeah. one, I think, is going to be very, very interesting um, mm-hmm. because that well, industry the, is already ripe with <coughs> health codes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, the weird thing is, too, like, there's so much shit going on aside from this, like, before this. Like, um, Utah is a stupid state where there's not like a umbrella guideline, which is dumb. You go, okay, there's APP and there's OSHA. Let's just take that shit and make that our law. We don't have to write anything. Nothing. It's easy. It's what a lot of fucking states do because they're not stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Utah this year was supposed to be the year that we did a statewide health code for the body arts industry. And you know, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> But the, the other, yeah, the other thing that's weird about the new guidelines and stuff is it can change mm-hmm. at any point in time. Like there's three different stages that we're, you know, told we're going to have. Well, four technically, and that's you know, the fourth is when the shit's gone. But I could go in say tomorrow, even though we're not open. Let's just say we're open tomorrow. Um, and beginning of the day, it's an orange day, so everything's fine. We're good. Middle of the day, it turns red. We got to get fuck out of there drop everything that we're doing and leave it's gonna be it's gonna be bizarre man weird yeah all right uh well that sucks should we go to some fun stuff and show some monstrosities of piercing i'm okay everybody look at my fucking eyebrows how raised they are i have seen some shit in my day i have done some shit in my day when adam sent me this fucking list Fucking Christ. Okay, yeah, let's get started. <laughs> Jesus. So this is a that, gum piercing. God, that just... Ugh. They, uh, so this is, this is just a, a list of extreme expressions of piercing, right? So people who have just gone above and beyond the normal, commonly uh, seen piercing. This is just sort of just... next level stuff. I can't imagine going through any part of my gum at all if i no. floss a little too deep i like start crying like a baby yeah because you're a normal imagine. fucking human being this i saw this shit it was one of those things where i wanted to 
punch something <laughs> because it hurt me so bad. Like, just the thought of, like, I don't even know if I could do that on somebody, to be honest. Right. Now, this I mean, is I gums, want to, But, oh, my God. Yeah. Now, that's rough. I, can't, I could not imagine a gum piercing. Okay. Let's see the next one. This is a stretched labray piercing. See, <clears throat> this, eh, not that bad. Like, if you take your time and stretch properly, it's really not that bad. That's some Tim Burton um, shit right here. Yeah, straight up. I mean, I would fucking do it because I like to eat. Like, I mean, my physique kind of says it all. But, um, no, nah, man, I, I, I stretched plenty of my lip piercings. They really weren't too bad. Uh-huh. Um, about the only time it's bad is if you rush it, which I actually, I accidentally did. Um, I Usually, any time I have a piercing, I know I'm going to stretch it out. Mm-hmm. I will actually draw out a schedule of when it's safe to do because yeah, I, don't, I don't fucking remember time or anything like that. Um, well, I ended up stretching my Medusa about two months early because I forgot how math works <laughs> and tore that shit at a four. And man, that was that fucking sucked. <laughs> but it was stretching normally, yeah, not that bad. Okay, but there's no going back from this shit without surgery. No. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> come on. Yeah. yeah, okay, so this is a stretched <laughs> cheek piercing. Yep, same thing. I mean... I just I I don't get it because it's like I don't people like food. <laughs> just put the hot dog straight in. I uh, I mean I don't I can't do that. I it's just yeah I I, I couldn't do it. All right, let's do the Most next one here. Thing, ugh, Rhino that, piercing. That is just asinine. Straight through the top of your nose. I, I just I don't even I can't even fathom how the fuck you would do that. Without destroying your nose, it's got to be a surgery, or it's completely fake. Yeah, it's. I mean, I have never seen it, but yeah. Ugh. All right, Gray, okay. have you seen this? All right, he's a piercer in the chat room. Yeah, um, I mean, okay. I've, I've seen like some high up, and this is fucking stupid. This is the kind of shit you just do to take a fucking picture. Like I, I mean, God, like that that one I did that eyebrow that literally goes from here to here. You do that for a picture. Yeah. I, I find it hard to believe people are actually doing that and keeping it. Especially like if surface piercings in a high movement area mm-hmm. will rip out. Like yeah, unless just... you're some fucking Wolverine freak, like you have instant healing powers. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna rip that shit out. Damn. Damn. Alright. What about these? Yeah. Have you done these? Hairline uh, piercing? Yeah, I mean it's just dermal anchors. But actually I can't tell in the picture. I, I think those are dermal anchors. But yeah, I mean, that's it's not that big of a deal. Um, I'll usually try to talk people out of doing it really close to the hair. Because while it's healing, you don't want any hair on it. Because hair is fucking disgusting. It's porous. It collects everything. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've done like pretty much all around the forehead before. I don't know why. This, there, there was a cartoon when I was a kid called Thundercats. Um, for some reason, this reminds me of Thundercats. And I don't know why. Huh. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Next. <laughs> stretched uh stretched nose nostril piercings that is fucking hardcore why like i it fucking hurts man that shit's awful like i i got mine up to 10 like both nostrils and that was just like i've broken bones before i've been stabbed before i've been hit by cars like that's probably some of the worst shit i've been through is stretching my fucking nose <laughs> Can you imagine like my this guy in flu season? 
Yeah. When he's, he's just like, ah. <laughs> well, just breathing in general, like it just doesn't seem like that that easy. Like when I had my uh, septum up to a two, like sometimes I would wear a tunnel through it because you know having a giant fucking ring in your face is uncomfortable. Like that would affect breathing. No, I mean, not too horrible, but still, I, I can't even I can't even imagine having this shit in my face. Plus, why it doesn't look good. Jeez. I mean, I guess it makes it easier to pick your nose, so there's that. <laughs> you can get it from both angles? Well, I mean, you can really fucking get up uh, in there. Like, yeah. Right. Get on you. I guess I get it. Uh, so this is Fuck. the uh, horizontal eyelid piercing. Yeah, that's just stupid. I don't I've know. had people ask me to pierce their eyelids before, and it's like, you're dumb. <laughs> do you do it, though? No, fuck no. Okay. No, I mean, okay, so something like this wouldn't be that big of a deal because really, I was going to, you know, draw it on the screen so you guys could see where I was yeah. showing. It was, that but, works. Um, yeah. So, I mean, where it's at, it's really not that big of a deal. It looks like the person, like, when they open up their eye, it's not really going to affect it too much. They're going to look like they got the shit kicked out of them for a couple of months, but, eh, I mean, I could see it healing okay-ish. Hmm. But... That's still that's I, I would talk somebody out of that. Okay, what about this? How Never do you even get to your uvula? I don't fucking know, dude. I got these tiny little fingers. I don't know if I could do it. You have to like use utensil and like like well, yeah, okay, so forceps and like you, you grab some hemostats and shit, but but you're cuking <clears throat> the whole time. You're just like the bar, yeah, like I, the whole time. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And then it just uh, hangs there, and you're constantly. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, you, yeah, you couldn't have a gag reflex <laughs> if you were, if you wanted to get some shit like that. There's yeah, actually a any, whole any, lot of these photos. I mean, this is a thing. Whether this particular one looks photoshopped or not. This, oh yeah, no, they're real. Thing. I have, I have seen people that have had them. Uh, the gentleman I apprenticed under, I watched him do one. I just, I, 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 I don't know if I'd want to do that. Yeah. Gray is saying a curved needle is how you do it. Yeah, a curved needle and some hemostats, unless you got some fucking, like, long-ass fingers, but, like, the theories there really wouldn't be too difficult as long as the person doesn't move. Yeah. Those balls look way photoshopped. Like, way photoshopped. That, that whole thing looks way photoshopped. But yeah. But it's a thing, so I just grabbed yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, it's totally a thing. Um, okay, how about this? <laughs> Your vertical eyelid piercing. I have had people ask me to do something like that. Really? And I have looked at them like they are fucking idiots. I mean, this person, Why? they look like they don't have an eye, so it doesn't matter. But, yeah, why the fuck would you want to do that? I don't like, know. If you, if you didn't have an eyeball, I could... Because it is pushing it against your eye. Yeah, it would be. Like, you are going to have that shit rubbing on your eye, and eyes are super sensitive. Like, you're going to pop that fucking skin and lose your eye. Yeah, yeah fuck that noise. Weird. Just weird. Yep. And this is the um, Septril piercing. Yep. Uh, piercings by Mara. <laughs> from Instagram. Yeah, and that shit, uh, I think... I don't get it. Is that just a dermal? That's my guess. Either that or like a skin diver. I don't know. I've never done anything like that. Mm. I mm. would probably try to talk people out of doing something like that. Yeah. Um, just, the problem is when you're working with cartilage, especially super thick piece of cartilage like that it's so easy to rupture it and i mean this person could have that for five six years never have any issues and fucking sneeze the wrong way one day 
and basically a cauliflower ear, but on their fucking nose. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's... I don't know if I'd fuck with anything like that. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've seen enough shit with fucking um, ear piercings, like conscious... Or not conscious, but like helixes and stuff like that, that, nah, I wouldn't do it. What about this eyelid piercing? This, oh, God. Again, I've had people ask. I've told them they're fucking idiots. It's like, why the hell would you want to do something like that? I don't... I just don't understand. When I, and I can't imagine the healing process being a quick thing. Because... Um, Dude, you'd have uh, scabs scratching your eye. For weeks. Well, I don't imagine you would on the inside, just because, of course, the constant uh, uh, resurgence of your natural fluids. So it would mm. keep it clean on the inside, in okay. theory. Outside, though, now, of course, it'll build up like a motherfucker. But still, like, it's just... I would imagine this would be one of those ones that takes, like, nine months to, like, a year and a half to fully heal. Interesting. All right. I, I couldn't fathom fucking doing that, man. All right, what about web, hand, finger webs, piercings? Eh, that's not that big of a deal. It's, I mean, it's stupid Have you done shit. Them? Uh, yeah, I've done them on dumb fucking friends, but it's like one of those things like, hey, you're not going to keep this. We're doing this literally so you can get a picture, okay? Cool, good. Because <laughs> the thing is, it's it's not painful. Like, yeah. it's super fucking easy to stick something through this area. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal, but like healing and stuff. I mean, unless you're planning on keeping your hand like this for the next year of your life, you're going to rip the fucking things out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, just nah, I mean, masturbating they're... would be... <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> That'd be difficult. That could be interesting. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Well, fuck it, I still got a week of quarantine left. <laughs> Let's um, figure this out. Yeah, no, it's... it's Like I said, it's just kind of one of those things you do just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about this one, toe web? I mean, this is the first time I've seen it, but I also don't... Well, okay, that's a lie. I know one person that has that whatever fucking polydactyl or syndrome, whatever it is, yeah. where their shit fuses together. Um, now, that's that's another thing. I don't know if I would necessarily do unless, um, you know, somebody wears flip-flops for every single day of their life. Right. Just, there's always potential for ripping the fucking thing out. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of a stupid area. Interesting. Dermal implants on your finger. Dude, I'm always trying to talk motherfuckers out of doing those. I do them. But people get a full explanation of why I don't do them, why I don't feel comfortable doing them, and why you're stupid for getting it. <laughs> oh, wow. Like really? this, yeah. These, um, and I don't have them. I don't have any dermal anchors because I'm a fucking accident prone person and I would rip them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my experience, it's one of the most painful anchor spots because, I mean, your hands are super fucking sensitive. They're your hands. Um, and it's not a quick procedure necessarily. I mean, it's not awful, but still, it's some shit. Yeah, my um, finger tattoo hurt, let alone a yeah. piercing in it. Yeah, go below that skin. It's yeah. so much more fun. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, every single person I've ever done these on has passed out or puked. Mm-hmm. every single one and all but one person um and like i said i've been doing these for a minute um all but one person has had them either rip out or had to get them removed oh, because wow. they were starting to rip out wow. i have met one lady that i i did um each 
each knuckle in one hand and I ran into her probably like a month ago or something and it had been I'll say like three or four months after I had done them mm-hmm. and they looked great and it's like holy shit <laughs> do you not use that hand and yeah come to find out she doesn't really use that hand well just so you know um we had a bit of a frame rate drop so oh. it's saying we're back so I apologize that for everyone but uh we we froze up there for a second hopefully it's okay now um yeah I would I wouldn't want to get them at all no I I always thought about it like I've I would love to get one on my pinky, but the problem is normal day-to-day activities, washing your hands, putting on gloves, whether you're a fucking piercer and tattoo artist, uh, putting We're your hands in your pocket. biker. Yeah. You have to wear on my fucking 150cc crotch rocket of fury. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a badass. Um, it's just, yeah, that's like usually what I try to talk people out of them. It's like day-to-day activities, acting like a normal human being, like you're going to probably rip them out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, sometimes people don't. What else we got here? Ugh. Oh, Ankle oh, piercings. Ah. This is some shit I haven't seen in years. Whew. So, this was some stuff that <coughs> was, I don't want to say common, but, like, uh, the, like, late 90s um, modern or modern primitive movement type thing. Yeah. Like, shit like this would happen a lot. And, I mean, really, as long as it was done properly, it's not that big of a deal because you're avoiding, you know, the tendon, you're avoiding all the nerve clusters that are going to fucking destroy your body. But you're also putting a big-ass piece of shit through your fucking ankle, so Mm. that's fucking stupid. Yeah. So Gray is saying he wanted to pierce the third nipple but hasn't had the chance yet, have you? God, dude, that's my fucking white whale, too. Like, I would... If May 1st, when I go back into the shop, somebody comes in and says, do you guys do nipple piercings? Well, yes. How much for three? I'd be like, you're full of shit. Let me see. If they had a third nipple, I would do all three of them for free. And then I could very, I wouldn't. Let me just throw this out there. But I could very easily walk out to the back of the building afterwards, put a gun on my mouth, pull the trigger, and be fine with that. Oh, because, now, again, I wouldn't. I don't want to die. But, like, that has been my white well my entire career oh, is doing a third nipple. And there was one time I came so close to doing it, but they hated piercings. I was like, why'd you even tell me you had a third nipple? And then show me. <laughs> huh. So traumatic. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Great <go>. with you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, if, if you fucking do it, man. That is so funny. Cheers. I would love to see one. I wish I had yeah, a third I, nipple. Yeah. I'd get it done. Um, all right. What about chins? Do you yeah. have your chins done? No. This is all but, just durable, I mean, I, right? What? No, this is through the, yeah, that's not. Yeah. yeah the, no, there's just barbells through the chin. That's not a big deal. That's, <clears throat> I've done that a few times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's thank just, you, Tristan. I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely one of those things, <clears throat> um, Probably oh eight oh six something like that. Um, we actually had like a group of people get them, um, not to that extent. Like they just do like a vertical one right at the tip of their chin. Hmm. Weird. It's yeah. like I, I don't know why you do that, but hey, whatever. Fucking more power to you. Yeah, every person, everyone's different. And then yeah. this is the extreme where you just have quantity. People yeah, just going crazy. No, I mean I at one point I did want to have. Um, like I was going to stop at 50, 
but I came pretty fucking close. But there just comes a point in time when it's like, man, <clears throat> and this may come as a surprise because I've said it like 30 times. I really like to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it just, it's like I can't eat comfortably. I make a mess. So fuck, I'll just take everything out. Wow. All right. Like that, I can't imagine eating a piece of pizza with that shit in my face. And if no. I can't eat pizza, no, fuck that. <laughs> the deciding factor, whether or not you can have a piece of pizza. I think that's that a good rule to live by. Absolutely how I live my life. Will this, right. it, 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 will this fuck up pizza? It will? No. <laughs> I'll pass then. <clears throat> uh, pizza first. So that's, that's all I had planned for the show today. We're a little bit over, but I'm uh, not too much uh is there anything else you wanted to talk about with uh piercing before we call it a show yes don't do snake eye piercings for fuck's sake people wait what's a snake eye piercing so snake eye piercing i probably should say a picture it's uh one of the newer bane of my existence um instead of having a typical like vertical tongue piercing mm -hmm. people will do them at the very edge of their tongue but horizontally oh really i I can't tell you how many times a day when the world's not ending that I'll have to tell people, no, I don't do them. You're stupid. Don't do it. Here's a list. Why? Like I have seen so many people bust their teeth that way. Um, I mean, I've seen people bust their teeth with piercings in general, but oh, wow. those are awful. Like I've seen people straight up lose the front floor of their grill. Um, also, it confuse your tongue together. So you don't have proper movement or use of it. Holy shit. So there's my PSA for today. All don't right. fucking just do don't drugs. do tongue snake snake eye. Yes, snake. snake eye tongue piercings. You fucking tools. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, I gotta be different. Ah. <laughs> Just get a regular one if you need it. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, Cameron, thank you so much for your time. This has been informative, entertaining, and it's always great talking with you. Yes, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Oh, of course. And I'm everyone, so I wore a tie today. Yeah, you're classing it up, man. And I dig your skulls and your beard. Yeah, it's to cover the rubber bands because those aren't very metal. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining live in the chat. We appreciate your correspondence, uh, fact-checking live with us, um, and just sharing your thoughts. It means a lot, and it, it's what really makes this format uh, entertaining for me as someone producing this thing. Uh, I appreciate your time and everything. If you appreciate this show, of course, you can always subscribe to the YouTube channel, sign up to the email list in the description below to get notified on what shows are next, who I'm going to be speaking to, and what we're going to be talking about. And of course, you can always like and share the video as well, or just stand in the dark watching it in shame as a guilty pleasure. Either way. I mean, that's kind of what I usually do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thanks again, and until we can speak of the devil again, everyone, hail Satan. Hail Satan.